Welcome to this mini-episode of The Mary Mavis Show, where Mary shares ideas about a common client question. Now, here's Mary Mavis. Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of The Mary Mavis Show. This season of nine episodes is about owning your organizational life with the emphasis on ownership. So why is owning your organizational life important? Don't we all own our performance and career? Well, yes, responsible, productive adults do just that. We certainly make decisions to join an organization, to perform in the organization, and to leave an organization. But do we think about ownership as embracing the organization's structures and processes? Or do we slip into separating our contributions from the seeming dysfunction of some people and the vulnerabilities and inefficiencies of the systems we work within? It's all too easy to find ourselves complaining about the goal-setting and review process, the compensation practices, the politics, and the people who are challenging to us. And maybe in the worst cases, we stop stretching to achieve remarkable results because we haven't found a way to make some difference that is required. In other words, it can be easy to give up or become passive to what we see as the organization dynamics. Believe me, I've done my share of complaining openly and behind the scenes. I even resigned from one company before finding out that several senior executives truly appreciated me. I didn't know. One division chief came to my office unannounced. I'll tell you, he had never been in my office before. He asked me why I was leaving. And when I told him, he said to me, Mary, let me remind you where we started when you joined us. Why would you imagine we could make the changes you see possible in such a short time? I was young, and it was the first and not the last time I realized that the kind of work I do is very much a long game. Of course, by the time I resigned, I was ready to leave, so I didn't change my mind. But the experience has stayed with me my whole career. I wasn't owning my organizational contribution. I was resentful that the company didn't move fast enough for me, and I didn't talk to anyone who had a broad perspective before turning in my resignation. So let's talk about being an owner-creator. It's a self-imposed role, a combination of two ways to think about how you operate. The first is as an owner, and an owner is someone who takes responsibility for the care and use of something. You take care of a car you own differently than one you lease. You take care of a house you own differently than one you rent. If you act as an owner in an organization, you take responsibility for how you help shape your role and the results you produce. The way I think about it, being an owner employs the second part of your self-imposed role as a creator. So a creator brings something into existence. To be a creator, you have to think, feel, and act your way into a creation. You can use the thinking of others, but you have to own your own ultimate intention. On any complex creation, you will have to persevere, not through obligation, but through your desire. Okay, so what are the seven traits of an owner-creator? By the way, you can find these in the show notes. As an owner-creator, you will adopt a trait to take time to envision your desired results. 
both expanding your perspective and crystallizing your intended end state. Imagine if you unleashed your imagination for what's possible. The second trait is to continuously own the part and the whole. In this context, your part is your role plus whatever else you contribute. The whole might be your team, the function or department, or the organization at the highest level. The question of ownership tends to break down when other people are involved. They impede our progress or have authority to alter our work or plans. Imagine if you felt and act as as if you were completely accountable. The third trait is to be curious about people and the intersection with desired outcomes. The soft people stuff is actually the hard work. Imagine if you had a people database to access to stimulate your ideas for engagement. The fourth trait is to listen as if you are wrong or incomplete in your understanding. I stole this phrase from one of my podcast guests in season one. Imagine if you were able to put your own thinking aside to mine the gold of people different from you. The fifth trait is to reflect on your wiring, your personal wiring, the way that you've wired things together over the years, and the impact and opportunities to loosen that wiring. My experience is that most people know what holds them back and contributes to their challenges. Imagine if you had a way to redirect your own mistakes. The sixth trait is to sustain your thinking, energy, and effort on what's important. This is often the part that eludes me. I want success, yet I get distracted by tasks. I get distracted by people and other life circumstances. And I get distracted by my own disappointments. Imagine if you were able to renew your deep commitment each day. The seventh and last trait in my framework is to allow the future to unfold, including your current success and progress that informs the future path or the disappointment or failure that informs that future path. Our results rarely occur on a predictable project plan. Many of those remarkable results require adjustment, and failure is often the best teacher. Imagine if you'd be satisfied by whatever current reality exists because you are learning and applying what you learn. Okay, so that seems like a good place to stop for now. I hope you enjoyed this season of the show. Reach out to me on LinkedIn to connect or have a conversation. I really mean it. I always have time for you. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Today's show was produced by Eric Aubrey. Our theme music was written and produced by Eric Aubrey and Tim McKinstry. The show's graphics were designed by Devin Marciano. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on Google, Apple, or Spotify. You can also find episodes at MavisCompany.com, where I invite you to sign up for my weekly newsletter. I hope you use some nugget to help you create remarkable results in your world. Thank you for listening.